Today on the Splendid Sagittarian Table, we are tasting prune lattes in a special listener-inspired edition with friend to the show, Morgan. Stay tuned. Hello from the Sagittarian Matters original social distancing studios in Los Angeles, California. Hey, it's me, Che Diaz. Just kidding. Listeners, it's been a long time. Your host, myself, and field producer Ponyo have been traveling nonstop for the past two months. We went on tour with Team Dresh. We had a bunch of plans fall apart due to the surge of Omicron on the West Coast. We have been on two artist retreats. We've been to the forest, to the ocean, to the desert, and now we're finally back home and ready to hunker down and publish a bunch of episodes that I've been keeping in my pockets for the past two months. We have interviews for you with guests new and old. We have food reviews. We want to talk about television. We have a bunch of advice, including special guest voice actors reading the questions that listeners were too bashful to let us use their voices for. I have all that coming down the pike. So thank you for sticking with us. Thank you for staying subscribed. Thank you for tipping producer Chris, the reason for the season. And most of all, thank you for sending me horrifying prune recipes over and over again. Really appreciate it. Okay, what else is going on? Um, I wanted to tell you, if you would like to listen to more of my voice every week, I will be recapping The Amazing Race with friend to the show, Karen Tongson, on our show called The Gay Amazing Race, which you can find on iTunes or wherever you find your podcasts. Uh, We are recapping this season of The Amazing Race, and we are interviewing every set of eliminated contestants the day after they're eliminated. It's incredible. Uh, please check it out. It is kind of a thrill for me to get to talk to reality reality stars, if you can even imagine. Okay, last thing I want to tell you. I am here on the podcast officially and formally announcing my next graphic memoir workshop. March 28th to April 1st, save the date. This workshop will occur every day that week for two to three hours, depending on how long-winded I am. Um, And it will be live on Zoom. It is in the late afternoon Pacific Standard Time and the early evening East Coast Time. To sign up now and get a discount, an early bird special, go to my webpage, NicoleJGeorges.com. And the limited spots for the workshop are listed in my shop. You can also find details on my Patreon page, patreon.com slash NicoleJGeorges, where I will also be posting diary comics about the last two months and all the places it took us. Last thing I want to ask, do you want us to have a separate Patreon page for Sagittarian Matters with early access and behind the scenes stuff and videos of our guests? Let us know. You can tip producer Chris and tell us when you tip him. You can tell me in the comments. You can DM me. Let me know. Anyway, that's it. Now, please enjoy this soundbite of coyotes freaking out, an unsolicited vegan food review, and friend to the show, Morgan, trying prune lattes with me. Thank you. Unsolicited 
episode of Unsolicited Vegan Food Reviews by Don Riddle. We have two guest reviewers, Al Delory and Christy McLean, here to review a certain product um, that I'm going to let them go ahead and tell you about. Al? From the ground up, we've got butternut squash stalks with sea salt. Christy? They make a great sound. They're wider than you'd think they are. They're lighter than you'd think they are. There's just enough salt. They've got the best crunch. You're glad that it's not corn. (laughs) (laughs) There you have it. That's another food. Morgan is a frequent contributor to Sagittarian Matters. She is the former purveyor of Dovetail Bakery, and she currently loves dry, crunchy foods, specifically seeds, more than anyone you'll ever meet. Morgan joined me this week via Zoom, where I was recording from under a blanket in a basement in an attempt to get good sound quality to try prune lattes. Now, please enjoy our talk with friend of the Splendid Sagittarian Table, Morgan. Morgan, welcome back to Sagittarian Matters. Can't believe I'm here again. I can't believe you can't believe you're here again. You can't Can't believe believe it's not better. I can't believe the good fortune that you're such a friend to the show. You will drink, you will make time in your busy schedule to drink prune juice with (laughs) coffee at 6 p.m. on a Sunday. This, let me just tell you, is just an expression of goodwill because for no other person would I do this. I don't drink caffeine in the evenings. I don't drink prune juice as just a regular course. I mean, really, I'm, I'm pulling out all the stops for you, Georges. I really appreciate it. I want you to know, Morgan, just saying there on the new season of Drag Race, there is a drag queen named Georges. <laughs> J-O-R-G-E-S. But she's like, gorgeous Georges is here. And everyone's like, I'm obsessed with Georges. And it's. It's really, it's Kaya's like, wow, you're really loving this, aren't you? And I was like, I am. I am. <laughs> oh my gosh. I just have to interrupt this broadcast. That jingling, rattling sound you heard is my home recording station, i.e. folding camping table tucked into the bedroom, um, mm. was just, um, the cat just jumped upon it and rattled all of my jars of brown liquids. So she's joining us as well. Is she interested in prune latte? She is 16 and a half years old. A prune latte would send us all over the edge. (laughs) That would be like a spray and like a running. And okay, Morgan, we got from Agent of Chaos, Paula Simone on Instagram. Uh, She said, hey, Nicole, have you seen this prune latte recipe already? What? (laughs) Have you already? You know, I appreciate her having that much confidence in me. Was I just looking at Twitter and had seen an obscene post from the California Prune Council, which was a photograph of cheesy enchiladas. And they're like, you'll never guess the secret ingredient in these enchiladas. Oh, my God. You want to know what the secret ingredient is? (laughs) I couldn't possibly guess. Who is doing the recipe development? Can I file a lawsuit? I don't know, but I just, I, I commented, this is shocking. Cause I was shocked. It is shocking. You know what? When you sent me this prune coffee situation, I was like, I can't believe you're not sponsored by the prune council yet, but hearing things like cheese, prune enchiladas, I can believe, you know what? It's just a different, it's a really different scene. 
It's It's a really different scene. But I do want you to know, I tweeted at them, how can I get sponsored? And they told me somebody to follow and ask on there. I don't know if this sponsorship comes with money or like, remember in high school, if people were good at skateboarding, they'd be like sponsored by a skate company. They'd have like a free skate deck with that name on it. I can have free prints. You know what I want? Listeners, if anyone wants to make this for me, I'd love a size medium or large shirt of this. <laughs> Diane Gasparin had a shirt that said, start a movement, eat a prune. And it had, I think, a picture of like maybe a prune running. You're like, bring it back at prune council, at California prune council. You're just at them. I mean, I guess I could make my own, but I feel like it would be, you know, it's almost like a tarot deck or like pouring your own water. It could be nicer if somebody else gave it to me. Okay. <laughs> and I have told Diane, if she ever tires of it or passes away, I'd like her to give it you to hear me. That, Diane? You hear that? All right, Morgan. So here's the ingredients. I, I dropped the ingredients off on your porch. I did. I, I opened the door to find a jar of brown liquid awaiting me outside. Matt, my friend was 100% <laughs> amazing prune juice from there it is there it is name brand i'm not um partial to sunsweet but when i went to the grocery store it was like you could either get like a gallon jug of prune juice like a like a whole gallon of prune juice or this was the smallest amount of prune juice i could buy it's like a significant size this is like an extreme gulp of prune juice this is 32 full ounces. Of yeah, that's what I'm talking about. A water extract of dried prunes. Mm. I feel sort of confused about the process of making a juice from a dried fruit. So you take a fruit, remove the liquid, and then somehow make a liquid out of it. I I want to behind the scenes on this. It doesn't say plum juice in the ingredients. No. It just says 100% prune juice. I'm guessing plum juice does not look like this jar of liquid I'm holding in my hand. <laughs> a nice brown liquid. Kind of like toothsome liquid. Enjoy living life to the fullest with the nutrition of Sunsweet Amazing Prune Juice. I need to say the I in Amazing is an exclamation point. Well, it is printed as a leaf. So you got to, with it's, an exclamation point. Wait, it's not a leaf? There's too much going on. It's a leaf and an exclamation point at the same time. Kind of vaginal if you ask me. Each serving of Sunsweet Amazing Prune Juice is a good source of fiber and provides five essential vitamins and minerals to help maintain digestive health. They're not going to tell you what those are. When your digestive system is in balance, you feel good and perform at your best. Amazing. This is great. So go ahead and make Sunsweet Amazing Prune Juice a part of your day because it feels good to feel good. (laughs) You know what? They're not wrong. (laughs) I can't pick fault with any of this. They are not wrong. Okay. So my, my issue when I made it by myself with the Southwester was I didn't have ice cubes, which made it more gross. So this time I have ice cubes in a cup. This looks like a cup from an airplane. Did you keep this from an airplane? No, I got this from extracto. I got a small <laughs> time iced tea, which is really great, you know, from queen of Sheba. Cause yeah. I wanted to support them. Even if I couldn't go to the restaurant, this trip they gave it to me in this small airplane sized cup. I don't now, have any ice. Technically, you're supposed to add three ounces of prune juice and three ounces of cold brew and two <laughs> ounces of plant milk and four ice cubes. I have exactly four ice cubes. Oh my God, okay. there's a recipe. So exact. Myth- mixologist Nicole George is here. Okay, so the instructions, Morgan. Is, <laughs> I'm sorry, rocket scientist here. Place four ice cubes in a glass. Yeah. Add sun sweet, amazing prune juice, cold brew coffee, and plant milk. Stir and enjoy. Well, I'm not going to, uh, maybe I'll stir mine with my straw. Okay, so you got to eyeball this. And you're just going to have a sip of it because you need to get to bed. So, <laughs> I mean, it is 618. I've got to go to bed. 
<laughs> well, there's cold brew in it, and having that at 618 is controversial. I made this from scratch. I did. Mine is um, Stumptown Cold Brew. Oops. Oh, my I'm God. You should get them to sponsor this prune latte. Add it to your menu, Stumptown. Are you listening? So, you know, imagine yourself. You want a latte. It's the afternoon. And you also want to feel good. Trademark. Because you know what? It feels good to feel good. So you go, you take yourself to somewhere fancy like Ristretto or Extracto or Cough Tracto. And you say, excuse me, I'd like a prune latte. And then you come away, you spend $5.50. Celebrated prune lattes. What if I started a prune um, cart? The problem, oh, a cart is a good idea. Because I was about to say the problem with starting a prune-based restaurant is like, who's going to clean the bathrooms? <laughs> it's like you know you know working in a coffee shop in yeah. general yes I do. shredding those bathrooms like uh, <laughs> there's a lot like when you see like a hot like a hot cool barista i want you to know they're doing unspeakable they're having to clean up unspeakable messes they they truly are they are doing you know the lord's work the goddess's work is cooler than that because you know it's wow I, I will never unsee the things i've seen no, well, it's just like, so we'll when you see someone, them. you're like, why isn't that barista more friendly? It's like, because they know what's going to happen. <laughs> they know, well, I mean, I don't know if it's the same now with COVID, nobody can sit there, but when people could just drink coffee and sit there forever. Like I've purchased 1.5 cups of coffee and used her bathroom for eight and a half hours while I worked on my art project or my laptop or my <laughs> whatever people do. Were, was there a punk who used to come into my coffee shop with their own tea bag and ask for hot water in their own mug? Yes. Was it you, Nicole? No. Was it me? <laughs> yeah. Okay, Morgan. Are you right? What kind of, what are you using there? So you have homemade cold brew. I've got creamer. It is like coating the cup. It's coating the spoon. We've got a thick, hearty layer of, you know, feeling good covering this cup right now, this glass. All right. Maybe the ice awesome. cuts it. What if this was like, um, well, you know, when you add like sparkling water, like an Italian soda. Oh, wait, what was that? BB Cafe. Do you remember that? Oh, yeah. I love that. Soda. What if this was a coffee soda? All right. Bottoms up. Whoa. What's your thoughts? Oh, my God. It's tangier than I expected. It has all the tartness of a prune. <laughs> all of the aftertaste of a coffee. Okay, real yes. honest. I think I that this would be a great flavor combination in a baked good, but as like a thick, goopy liquid, I'm unsure. I was looking on Twitter and I saw people say that in Russia, it's really popular for, there's like a very popular prune and chocolate dessert. That sounds and great. This, this is like a similar, you know, kind of the coffee chocolate family with like the dark, rich prune flavor to me is very harmonious. I like this drink. I drank it again after I made that video for you guys. I'm totally not surprised by it at all. <clears throat> Number one, texture. The, the prune juice makes it a little off-putting for me. I'm not really into like chewing my coffee. Oh, because it's so, so viscous. It is like really viscous. Like... It's one step away from being like a gummy treat or something. Um, yeah. Okay. I think that the liquid format is like bumming me out. Okay. I think that this reminds me of a chocolate covered blueberry, 
but oh. liquid makes it ungood to me. But I really then just had a stroke of genius, which was, is that you should make chocolate covered prunes. I would love to make chocolate covered prunes. You would. Um, I like this. I am a little bit grossed out by the idea of dairy with a fruit juice in general. I feel you on that. Like, like, I mean, I don't know, maybe that's like the purpose of an orange Julius creamsicle thing, but just like the idea of someone taking like apple juice and putting milk in it. I'm like, Oh, it just feels that that part is the part that squeaks me out. I don't mind the texture. It's better with ice cubes, It's better going down super cold. I would almost make a, this prune latte as a frappuccino. (laughs) Just jarred on the shelves of every Kroger (laughs) in America. (laughs) <laughs> you know, like I would just throw it in the blender or throw it in my bullet. Oh my God. I imagine you at your office job clicking around with some like clackety clackety shoes and just grabbing a, like a prune frappuccino from your local plaid pantry or like 7-Eleven cruising back to the office and just sipping on it. What you got, Nicole? Oh, I got my prune, prune frapp. Prune yeah. 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 Um, so would you, would you ever drink this again? No. Just a resounding no. Okay. To be totally fair. I don't really love iced coffee and I have no ice in mine. I don't like the tartness. I think tart flavor is maybe the thing I appreciate least about coffee in balance, in balance, of course, but like, as like a, mm, like a nice sour aftertaste, (laughs) I just sort of, so I think inherently I'm out. I don't know if my palate is dead, but I lost the prune juice in the coffee whenever I made this. I feel like I just added a little something, but it wasn't speaking too loud for me. So for me, I'm a yes. I feel totally not surprised to hear that. Not in the least. I, I, I'm a strong yes. I'm surprised because when I saw this recipe, I was like, this is a stretch and this is gross. But I've actually never purchased prune juice in my entire life. What? Never. This is the real shocker of this conversation. I can't believe it. I don't well, know anyone loves prunes as much as you. It's weirdly like $4,000 if you go to a natural grocery store. Like it's surprisingly expensive. Kind of like when you go for the like cranberry juice with no sugar or additives. They probably had to dehydrate like a million and a half plums to get enough prunes to make enough juice to give you 32 ounces of feeling good. Um, I know that a friend said once, you know, in the hospital, a nurse told her when she was having an issue to drink microwaved prune juice. And that really turned me off from the idea, but I'm here to say it doesn't have to be microwaved (laughs) stovetop. You recommend stovetop to have the same results. Um, Hot prune juice sounds, I don't know what Um, Morgan. So, so I'm going to say thumbs up, thumbs up to this. I'm strongly a thumbs down, but it has inspired Nicole's new line of chocolate covered prunes, Sagittarian prunes. Prune matters. Sagittarian prune matters. Sagittarian prune matters. I don't know. Morgan, thank you so much for trying this recipe with us. Wow. I think you owe me on this one. Really? I can't (laughs) wait to see what you make me try. (laughs) Challenge accepted. Challenge accepted. I'll do it. You tell me, you give me the ingredients. I'll do it. Is it required to have a prune in it? No. It's not going to be cheese enchiladas. I'm cheese having enchiladas. ideas. You are? Yeah. Wheels are turning. I'll get back to you on that. Okay. I'm here. Thanks, Morgan. Thanks, Nicole. Sort of. Today's episode is brought to you by 
Sybil Snow, Emily Helmus, Shoshana Ruth Wachter, and Joey Soloway. If you would like to support Sagittarian Matters, in particular, producer Chris Sutton, send $5, $5 million, that's your business, to hornetleg at gmail.com on PayPal. Or, this just in, he's got a Venmo, Hell Books on Venmo. That's H-E, double hockey sticks, books. Thank you for your support, and we look forward to saying your name on the podcast. Producer Ponyo looks forward to it, too. Don't be scared. That's just Ponyo's speaking voice. Do you remember in the 90s when you would look up a health food store in the phone book as in an attempt to try and find vegetarian or vegan specialties and you would show up to the quote-unquote health food store and it would be like 80% vitamins and then a rack that had like Bragg's liquid aminos and maybe some nutritional yeast? Listeners, I have found this same place a time capsule, a vegetarian restaurant of yore in Altadena, California, right outside of Los Angeles. It is called Oh Happy Day Cafe, and it has been there a very, 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 very long time. A very long time. The political posters that were up in the 90s when I was a teenager are still hanging in this place. Is there a photocopied piece of paper letting you know that you can avoid coronavirus by getting frequent chiropractic chiropractic procedures and uh, having a good attitude? Yes, absolutely. Was I deterred by that? Not at all. The person working behind the counter, John, um, I did not make his acquaintance. I did make a transaction with him. He is elderly. He has been there the entire time. He wears a, a beautiful, like a bright flowered chef's cap. Not like the big floofy Chef Boyardee hat, but like the hat that you see the other, you know, maybe like you see like a guy peeling potatoes in the Navy in the kitchen in a TV show or movie. It's like that style of chef's hat, but it's like covered in flowers. Um, he made me a plate. So here's what I got. Okay, so I went into this place. It's like I am in the 90s. The dream of the 90s is alive in Oh Happy Day Cafe in Altadena, California. So you go in there. You smell this great smell of food. It smells rich. It smells delicious. It smells like a homemade delicious stew, basically. And you look, and there's handwritten with, like, marker on copy paper. Um, there's, There's handwritten menus on the wall that change every day. And so the thing I ordered was... A sweet potato with the daily soup poured on top of it, and then a tofu stir fry. And that was some kind of combo. So this guy sets to making it. You don't see the food. You see like a hot bar, but you don't see what's in it because the lids are on. So you look at the piece of paper, you order the thing. It takes him a little while to get everything together. He's squirting Bragg's liquid aminos on there. You know, you see the brown rice. It's incredible. He gives me a plate that's like as big as a plate from an Ethiopian restaurant. It is the biggest plate in the world. And it has all of these things. It has a a beautiful sweet potato, entire sweet potato split open with a bunch of bean soup poured on top of it. It has this tofu stir fry that is like boiled cabbage and just like white tofu, possibly entirely unseasoned. And then there's like a beautiful little salad with uh, some shredded beets and some shredded zucchini and some honey Dijon mustard stuff. And the whole plate is like, 950 or ten dollars with tax everybody around the other shoppers in the store a man on the sidewalk everyone who saw me with this plate 
was like, whoa, whoa, look at that. The man on the street was like, you must really love yourself. And I was like, I didn't know why I could love myself as much as all this. I, I just didn't know that's what I was ordering, but I guess I did. Um, and he was like describing it to his wife on the phone. Oh, she's got a sweet potato with beans on it. Oh, there's greens. I forgot to mention there was collard greens. Okay. How did it taste? It tasted healthy. It tasted like healthy home food. It tasted like I was on a road trip in the 90s and I stopped in some town at like the anarchist bookstore and then there was you know, like a collective meal happening. And I, and I had that collective meal. It had that vibe to it. I'm going to describe this place as perfect. The food as perfect and also a little bit punishing. You're going to come here for the cultural experience. You're going to come here to pay homage to the vegetarians of Christmas past. Um, you are going to do it just to like pay your dues as a young plant-based individual in the world who's seeing, you know, how much kind of Dr. Bronner's stuff people had to be steeped in in order to make this moment we're in right now happen that's why you're gonna go there you know you could also i haven't tried everything there there's a sandwich that has tofu on it possibly sprouts they do have daya there they do have baked goods they do have vegan macaroni and cheese i think i have not yet explored the menu like i said but please go to oh happy day cafe and if you don't live in los angeles yet look it up on yelp or um look up the reviews. I would go there again. I would give it a number of stars. My word to the wise, locate, either buy some or locate the brags and nutritional yeast that inevitably are there for you to season your food with because it just needs a little extra something. But once it gets that, and I don't say salt, I don't say maldone. No, no, no. I say brags. This is, this food was made with like a 1983 sensibility and it needs a 1983 seasoning. You hear what I'm saying here? Don't try to do anything new. I'm not looking for a chimichurri. I'm not, I'm not, not new, but you know what I mean. Don't, don't look for a pesto. Don't talk about a cashew cheese. We're not even there. We are not at cashew cheese. That is like a newfangled thing. We're talking brags. We're talking nutritional yeast. I mean, you could get wild and ask for spike or gamachio, but um, go to Oh Happy Day Cafe in Altadena, California, and I will see you there. And I do want to see your food pictures if you go there. Please tag Sagittarian Matters on Instagram. Sagittarian Matters is produced by Chris Sutton with assistance by Ponyo Georges. Our theme music is composed by Carolyn Pennypacker Riggs of the band Bouquet. Thank you for listening and I'll see you next time.